what up, geeks, fanboys, fangirls, otakus? Welcome to another edition of Talking Pop with the Franchise at Biko. It's pretty much the podcast on anything in the world of pop culture. That is music, video games, anime, movies and television, and more. As always, I'm your host of Franchise, and always is my partner, my brother, Biko. What's up, guys? And today, joining us again is Mondo. Hey, everybody. And of course, right now, give you a before warning... Spoiler alert, I know the Russo brothers put a hashtag, don't spoil the movie, but we're gonna, this is going to be a spoiler-filled podcast episode. What I suggest you guys do, go watch Infinity War, then come back and listen to the podcast. And before we begin, just let you know, we have a store on, on Teespring, so go to teespring.com slash pop. You can get like t-shirts, we got t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, sweatshirts, um, we got a coffee mugs, we got... Pretty much the iPhone case and Samsung cases with our logo on there. Believe me, the more shirt designs are coming soon. Because I finally got a tablet now, a better recording device. So I'm going to start working on t-shirt designs very soon. You can catch up all episodes of Talking Pop on Podbean and also on Spotify. You can check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the franchise network. We'll post links to the podcast and pretty much anything that we're going to be talking going on. As I said, let's get down to it. Freaking Endgame, guys. It's, oh, God. Me and Biko just left the theater not even an hour ago. Went to a 4.30 show. And we got out, like, what, 7.30? Yeah, and we were, like, we got in the car. We were, like, Tense. I'm, like, <laughs> and, and Biko's, like, no, save it for the car. Save it for the car. Save it for the podcast. Come on, save it for the podcast. I'm, like, okay. So we ended up getting food at Portillo's. And the shameless plug on there. <laughs> Chicago. Chicago, guys. Yeah, no, definitely Portillo's, man. <laughs> Go to Portillo's. If you're Go to not, Portillo's. You're, you're missing a whole thing. Okay, so let's get on to it. Um, I don't know how to start this because there's like so much shit to well, discuss. Uh, I mean, do you guys want to try and like go from front to the back, like just, just beginning fun. toward the end? To... Yeah, let's do that. Um, yeah. Uh, so just right off the bat, I love that we started off with Hawkeye because then we see like I think it helped build the emotional. Th- Toll that like that we didn't get to see from him obviously, but um, I love that it started off right away going to that, and then um, we kind of just get back into seeing how everyone's holding together, I guess. But it, like that goes so quick, which is good because it's like they have to pace themselves. Um, I I wish there was like I should have kept track of on my phone to see which hour we're entering into because I wanted to know when because there's so many climaxes in that movie because there's so many different you know yeah there's I, I loved I loved that they we should we just start with shit that we like about the movie first and we can talk about our certain critiques or preferences biases whatever yeah we do that. um so right off the bat like I want to say that um I loved that they were continuing to make it seem like just when the heroes are finally making, like, headway into into this plan. Other things are getting thrown in there to, just to deviate a little bit, which was perfect, because I, th- I was like, how are they going to keep that same main conflict of uh, following that one singular strategy without not considering the other things that are going to play into effect? And obviously there were just random occurrences that could have, you know, it could have went either way. Uh, it was like the time, the whole time. Yeah, just heist. the whole time heist, the high time heist, which I love how they, <laughs> <laughs> I love how they made it. Um, I really lo- also really love how they focused a lot of Scott Lang and how important he really was into, into this whole arc of, uh, and then just showing that like he was a nice extension of Hank Pym. Mm. And so like, I think 
it was great that they not only tied them together, they tied like the whole, even the beginnings. They're just like all these pivotal players that may not even showed up into the movie, but they yeah. were there in spirit. Um, <sighs> yeah, I mean that was good too. Like it, it was good when they helped up Hawkeye because you know they mm-hmm. they were both of them were mentioned in you know Infinity War because they both were as you can see he had the ankle braces so he got the same similar deal as Scott Lang did was he was on house arrest basically mm-hmm. and it was setting up you know it was showing you know what he was doing while this was going on and then, of course you see that he lost his family due to the snap so he mm-hmm. lost his family so it kind of you know takes an emotional tone to the point he starts like you know. Pretty much darted out path and started killing all the bad people. Yeah. And, and you know how they did like, the whole time jump, like, like little... five years later. So it's like in 2023, so. Yeah, looking at it, I mean, I'm a huge Hawkeye fan, comic book-wise. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually have really liked Jeremy Renner's yeah. uh, like take on the role, like all the way back to, I mean, like from the, the first movie, I thought he did well, even though there wasn't a lot for him to do. Uh, like the first Avengers, um, mm-hmm. Age of Ultron. I loved how they had him. You know, he was the first person to make another Avenger. Yeah. Uh, you know, when he basically knighted uh, Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then he, you know, so it's like I think he's actually a, a very a, a very strong part of the Avengers. Uh, having said that, like thinking of it now, because I saw it before you guys did by mm-hmm. a couple days, so I've had a little bit longer to sit with it, <laughs> um, but. I'm kind of thinking that, you know, not only did they have him, like, experience his post-traumatic, uh, you know, experience with the killing <laughs> that he uh, undertook, not just to show that he was, you know, he couldn't process it, he had nothing to live for, that, like, he just threw himself into that. Um, but thinking about it recently, I realized, like, now Hawkeye's one with like a lot of red in his ledger mm-hmm. like you know Black Widow was always saying mm-hmm. that she had so much to atone for because of what she had done in the past so like she felt like she has what she deserves because of it yeah and so like looking at what happens to you know between those two characters later mm-hmm. I think it maybe adds a little bit more weight to like why he wanted to, to jump to, to be yeah. the one to make the big sacrifice because now he had nothing to live for you know, supposedly, and he, you know, had as much to atone for as she did, at least, you know, in his head, maybe. But I really like that. I enjoyed, I mean, I don't know if we're talking favorite moments in general, but... Uh, okay. Yeah. The, I mean, there's a ton of... There's so many. ...moments in there. <laughs> uh, I, I... Like, a lot of people, you know, in a lot of theaters, I'm sure, like... Man, the second you saw Cap get that hammer, oh, oh yeah, the, the freaking hammer! Because remember, in freaking Age of Ultron, when they were having a contest, wow. uh, who goes with him? You saw when Cap, when he was trying to lift it, it moved a little bit. Mm-hmm. It moved a little bit, like it didn't move all the way, but you could tell. So I don't know if that was kind of a, a it wasn't hint. worthy until Civil War. You think? You think it was still Civil I War? Think it wasn't worthy until Civil War because he had to show that like. Captain, especially seeing this whole movie, uh, Endgame, Captain America will always do what is right in the face of fucking evil. And even, and then especially with Bucky, like, Bucky is literally like his, it's his like, his second wife. He's like the next person in the line that's important to him that's not Peggy. Peggy, yeah. So it's just like to see 
I feel like once we see that he gets the hammer and, and like the yeah the whole place is just the reaction was amazing. I oh, love yeah. that they did that because it's just like it made it feel even more more or less comicy than it could have been. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and then just talking to our friend Ivan um, today, he, the way he put it because I was like, "What did you think, man?" He's like, "For such a grand scale movie, it was amazing. Like it was, and I felt that. Like I haven't felt." Especially, like, obviously spoilers, but, like, the battle scene and everything. Oh, I haven't God. felt like that since, like, The Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Helm's Deep in the last the one. Battle the There's war. nothing else I haven't felt like that to where it's like, holy shit. I, it's an intense war. Uh, talking to Ivan and talking to my one friend, uh, Mike, for just a little bit. It seemed like, really, the entirety of the movie built up to that one, like, sustained shot of cap as just like a black silhouette mm-hmm. you know against that orange sky and everything else is black and like the entirety of the movie like led up to that second yeah. and like there it's weird but like between with Captain America specifically it's like two moments that I can think of that were like that when cap got the hammer that was very similar, I think, in, like, feeling and reaction to when in Force Awakens, Rey gets the lightsaber. Oh, yeah. When yeah. it goes to her. Mm-hmm. And then in Last Jedi, when Luke is just standing there for that moment, like, standing in front of the entire First Order. Oh, yeah, it does that thing. And it's just, like, that that scene of him, like, walking out of the bunker... And just, like, that red desert and all, like, that vastness arrayed. Like, those are the only two scenes I can think of that were, had, like, a similar, just, like, visual and emotional, like, impact. But, yeah, I I mean, Cap's my favorite at this point in the franchise. And uh, seeing him do that and the scene, I've never seen, like, like, that kind of movement out of him. I mean, he, like, he's a good fighter. They've shown him, like, as an amazing fighter. But when he's dual wielding the shield and the hammer, oh, and oh, yeah. still like doing these like flip kicks and stuff, it was amazing. Like I want to see the movie one more time just to see that. The choreography, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I was yeah, the fighting was actually <laughs> the fight was like real fluid. It's like you can compare it even to like you know comparing to like Daredevil, like the the Netflix show, and mm. that the fight sequences even like confined spaces. Like they did the fight scene with Matt Murdock facing off. You know, oh. mm. man, I was head. waiting for something like that, but that was great. Um, yeah, Cap was good. No, Cap the Cap is like yeah, one of my favorites, and then of course, uh, guys, spoiler alert. Of course, like I said, this is. A spoiler filled podcast. I think my funniest moment of this film was Hulk. Because, uh, like, Professor Hulk. Or, Professor Hulk, Hulk. Professor Hulk. I'm guessing Professor Hulk. Yeah. I don't it's like, it's funny because Dr. it's just Hulk. Dr. Hulk, or I don't know how we call him, like, Dr. Professor Hulk. Hulk. It's because I was interested, like, he's wearing clothes, and it's like, oh, you know, it's funny, all these kids, can get a picture with you, Mr. Hulk? It was, it was, like, it was hilarious. It was a nice little moment. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. <laughs> that was kind of hilarious. It's like, so he was able to control him, like, I don't know how he did it. Like, it didn't explain too much, but he said it did. I guess it took him, like, five years to finally, you know, accept that he's going he's gonna to be the Hulk, you know, and the Hulk was able to accept that both Banner's the smart one, the strength, you know. Like Wait. I said, Brain and Braun mm-hmm. working together as one. It's, it's like the whole, like, he accepted it not as a curse, but as something that is meant... Like an extension of himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just... It was just, like, yeah. That, it's it's kind of cool, like, it's like... And it gave Hulk more of a personality. 
But I kind of like the fact when they go back in time, you see the old freaking classic Hulk a little bit, you know. Hulk cake stairs. That was nice. Yeah, they, I mean, I... I that's funny. It was comedy. It was like a little like humor in that movie. It was like people were laughing at certain points. So it was like there was a little bit of a humor in there. Yeah, I mean, Hulk and Thor were probably the you know those were the most prominent elements of humor. Thor, like it was funny and everything. Like I, I like I personally think it would have been a little bit better had he returned to form to. A yeah, I was movie. a little strange at that too. Nah, but, yeah, the gut. Yeah, but <laughs> like you know, okay, it's fine. I mean, that's a nitpick. He's still like in the end, he was still acting. Yeah. Like, as heroic as he had ever been, they. I'm just surprised that they... Did, yeah. If, if you're going to accept one character going through, like, a radical change, like, okay, Thor could hit himself with a bolt, bolt of lightning and be back and form. He's a god. Yeah, you he's, know, a, like, like, he's like, a god. I, I would kind of think, but... Because uh, that was my weird. that yeah. was my thing too. Because it's like when they talk about all the beers and stuff, I was like, I bet you he's not... I bet you I was like, I wonder if they're going to play whether he's going to have a six-pack still or not. And I'm not saying like I I love I love the gut thing and it was funny at first, but yes, I agree. I wanted it to be something towards like let him shed the pounds because they still had a significant amount of time before they even got to the end point of the of the strategy they had. But like, yeah, he's a god. If he he freaking lightened up to like Tony Stark's suit to shoot the lasers beam, I'm pretty sure he can shed off all his weight just by snapping his finger. You're just thinking about it, like that that little thing. I mean, I guess. The, you know the continuation. Kept his of beard on pretty yeah. much the whole film. Man, I, 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 I think yeah, the entire. Thing, yeah. Shout out to Jeremy Renner's whoever is cutting the hair. Man, solid cut. <laughs> solid the hair. Even Thor's like Thor's is nice. Like I didn't mind anybody's hairs in the in these. Mo- oh man, even Captain Marvel's hair was looking on point. Like it was great, man. Yeah, it was, cool. it was like a little their makeup and hair people. Yeah, it was, uh, I will say... It was interesting. What was the other one big? The Rocket were like, the old school. That was a good shout-out. Like, the suit was wearing, like, a shout-out to the old Guardians of the Galaxy suits they had. Rocket? Yeah, Rocket's, like, oh, costume. Okay. It was like, a good, like, you know, shout-out and kind of, like, a little Easter egg to, like, the classic, you know, Guardian suits when they had, like, pretty much the whole same uniform and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Taking uh, Drax. <laughs> Coming back. Yeah. yeah, I mean, some of them had, like, very little to do. Yeah. But, like, I, I mean, I understand why... Uh, like, or I think I understand why from like the storytelling aspect of it. Uh, I don't know. I had been kind of thinking for no reason that we get a, a shot of like the original group together. Oh yeah, that one, one part, yeah. like one shot, one when they go back in time. Oh yeah, that's right. Of all of them together when they did the. But even if it wasn't like, because uh, my friend Mike and I were talking or whatever, it's like even if it wasn't like a, a direct callback. You know, like where it's like they're like the, the, the circle of shot, thing or like yeah. the slow motion. Just like even if it had been like a moment where they're all together before they go out, and like you know, it's like like uh, you know the Magnificent Seven or like you know the Knights of the Round Table. Like this is our last run. Like yeah. like like this is probably the last time. And I, I think I understand why they didn't do it, just from the way they had to make the story flow. Yeah. That that would have been like work to get everyone in the same place at the same time. To get but the did they have? I mean, they kind of had it when they were walking to the sh- to the port. The, the, yeah, but like nobody said anything. The platform, yeah, yeah like, because it, it just, wasn't the originals. It was just too scattered. It was just well, like I know like, basically well, what was they left. Did have basically, the originals, technically, they, right? Yeah, they did. When they, no, it was just because uh, when they were walking to go back in time, yeah, it was right. Hawkeye, Thor, Hulk. There. 
Yeah, Black Widow. Yeah, but nobody said it. Like, there was but nothing, that's the thing. It's like nobody... There, is, there was like no even just like pause for a beat. Yeah. To be, you know... But I, I, again, to say I, like, I, look I, how far we've come, guys. Like, I get it. <laughs> or like... Yeah. yeah uh, nice or like, that's how I figured that whatever it takes. Which I don't yeah. think that was really in, even in the movie, was it? In the first one? In the trailer? It was in the trailer. They, were meant, they, they was kept a, mentioning... No, they kept mentioning whatever it takes. They kept saying it throughout the film. They saying whatever it takes. But I liked how they kept it going with that whatever it takes. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't yeah, remember. they kept that same thing going. I, mean, I just can't believe it's been like years since like all those were coming out. It was nice to look back when they were doing little flashpoints for them to collect the stones, but I was just like, holy shit, we, it has been a while. Like, damn, 2012, right? Isn't that what it was? And then kind of like for a fact, it was showing, you know, while this was going on, like the ancient one was around when, you know, uh, it was five years for Stephen Strange right now. They're like, she's like, Steve Strange right now is doing neurosurgery like yeah. like five blocks away or something. That's hilarious. And I like how it was like uh, all this stuff was going. I was cool seeing stuff that was going on during the first Avengers film, like you know mm-hmm. the guys who eventually you know become Hydra, right. super agents picking up right. the stuff. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to see you know. Romlo and Romlo, yeah. Robert Redford. Robert Redford, yeah. Like yeah. That was great. Second, that was great. cameo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, the whole Easter egg of, like, we kind of see much as, like, Hail Hydra was, like, a little nod to Secret Empire, the comic book event, you know, where the whole thing was, what if Steve Rogers, like, we did with the Cosmic Cube, how Red Skull manipulated it to the point that Steve Rogers, like, his memories got alternated, like, he was he ended up being a Hydra sleeper agent, and he says Hail Hydra in that one scene. So it's like a little nod to like Secret Empire. As soon as he said, that, I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> that was uh, really, t- and the fight of Cap versus Cap. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I'm assuming it was big. I know I had at least one person text me that they cried. Uh, oh, dude, I was like a ray. I was like. Everyone started clapping as soon. Oh my god, the reactions too when everyone was start popping up. Everyone started start clapping and everything as soon as like spiraling. Like everyone started. And then of course when you know Peter Parker hugged Tony Stark, I was like, oh, like oh, you know, the fan reaction was great. Like the re- the audience reaction was you know one of those moments where like it shows how invested you know us and you know everybody else was invested in these films. Like it shows you know the love and appreciation of it. Yeah, there's a lot of subliminals. It's great. Oh, uh, it, was, it was great, man! Like when uh, Scott Lang gets to his house, or his—I guess probably his ex-wife's house—yeah, and oh, his yeah. kid is alive, and, and she's and older, older, and like yeah, he's just like, just like oh, you've gotten so big. It was like, oh, <laughs> there was such yeah. a hard second there. Uh, like five years, what a jump! I didn't think I was gonna. Be the, the and they left it. Yeah. I mean, like there's. I guess you guys haven't read it, but, like, I mean, I've been looking around and stuff because I've had a couple of days, but it's, like, you know, there's a lot of talk about, like, they left that five years there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, are they going to deal with that in future movies? Or, they, or like, like, how are they going to talk about that or just to think about it? It's, like, you've got, you know, people that have come back to the world being five years. Which, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, they didn't go back. They didn't take everyone back in time. You know, Tony didn't reset it. But like, he, he kept everything yeah, that fact. had been, like, earned or lived and then dropped everybody back into it. Yeah. Instead of erasing everything. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, what? I think no, because remember, Hulk. Shield starts this week. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if they were told enough in advance that they can make a little nod to it somehow. Probably. I hope so. be nice to see. Well, I mean, like, yeah, it, it, I'm glad they played it in that part because then it's like, oh, 
Because, yeah, it's like if we're going to see the future movies come out. So Remember, first Hulk, you know, when he, he snapped it, it was to bring everybody back. Like I said, I mm-hmm. mean, based what Tony did was... Oh, because remember, Tony, there was two snaps. Yeah. First one was Hulk bringing everybody back. Mm-hmm. Of course, minus you know, minus uh, Widow. But remember, you got the Gamora from 2014, though. That's the one thing too, because now you got the Gamora from 2014 now, and it kind of like also too that kind of stuff. What Guardians Volume Three is going to be about? Because now it's going to be by them trying to find Gamora. Because if you notice at the end, you know he's no. To I think it. it's what's going to happen is just he's going to have to learn her love. <laughs> They're just going to go back out that. again. They're going to go. With Thor doing some shit. Hopefully know. they do bring Thor back. I mean, maybe he'll make Guardians. a cameo. But he, he said that he's why still, not? Yeah, interested or because uh, they don't have limited roles. If anything, <clears throat> honestly, that guy. I don't. I mean, I like him in other movies too, but it's like I like him as Thor. I don't know. It's he, just, he's yeah. Really, why I can't mean, why can't they keep him going still? Because he's like I like how they ended with his part like that. He's like I don't know. Let's see what I'm doing. Yeah, and of course you know what Tony started doing that final snap was pretty much. Destroying the stones and then getting rid of, you know, basically the Black Order and the Thanos. Well, just Thanos. And but, of course, ended up, as you can see what happened, you know, spoiler guys, again, Tony Stark made the ultimate sacrifice. I guess it was a way to, you know, write him off, like, have Tony Stark. Because, remember, he was the one, basically, that started the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was the first film that started it all was Iron Man. And, of course, you know, it kind of more fitting to end this saga they're making the ultimate sacrifice and bring everybody back and let the next generation move on. It was, yeah, I mean, his ending was, I think, very earned. Uh, what did you guys think about Cap at the end? Um, it's like... <laughs> I, I had I to find some way, because I thought, you know, going to this film, and, you know, not hearing all the theories and stuff, my guess going into this either Captain either one of him or Tony make the ultimate sacrifice like either one I was like they both did man they both did um, it's like Pretty to me it was a world. good ending for Cap because it's like he took the stones back to the points in time but the same doesn't come back so to me it was kind of cool like we find out like, he went back to went back to Peggy mm-hmm. and pretty much you know as you see there's a short clip they finally got that dance and yeah. then you see Cap as an old man. Like I said, there's also not to that point. In the later comics, when he loses his powers and becomes old, and then Sam Wilson becomes Captain America. And I kind of like the whole thing. But, like He's pretty much giving him, like, he's t- passing the torch. Right. And then, you know, Bucky's going to be pretty much his backup now. He's going to be supporting, you know, <laughs> Sam. I um, When I was reading that thing to you earlier, uh, they had the thing, the nod about that, like how may, there's possibly two... St- uh, scenarios to explain why, how that even possibly happened because the way they set up the time travel and everything and how that and I liked certain people's theories and mind you I read it on Facebook because that's what it was on at the time because mm-hmm. like I because I, I, this is what I did I people you can avoid comment threads all you want but just don't you know you can always lurk whatever you don't have to react to everything you read but um, somebody pointed out that like. Both caps might have been living in the same time frame, and they just happened. So, like, he when he went back, uh, I'm butchering it because I'm trying to. There you got rid of the time paradox. He could have been existing, yeah. like while he was. Because well, when he went to the part ice, part of him was frozen, mm-hmm. and he could have had like a whole life under a different name, which I, I'm assuming is what people are getting. It's like you know, he didn't live as Steve Rogers; he lived as 
you know, Steve Wilson. But it was him. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, like he had some sort of fake name or whatever. Because Spikey says something about the husband. Like, because uh, I think when they go up to her and she's like, oh, that guy's going to save my husband or some shit. Well, from what I read. And they're like, explain how, like, the one cap ended up. Because uh, when he goes back, mm-hmm. what he did was return the stuff and the stones, whatever, and then go ahead and not run into his past. Bucky let that one go into the ice. But then he finds Peggy, and they end up creating the life because he already knows how everything turns out. And they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, if he knows everything, how everything turns out, that's why he pulled away and let his past original Captain America do what he needed to do because he knew that was going to take care." And he just had to be at that bench in 2023. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's like, "Where? Well, how come he's not back on the platform?" And they see him sitting. That's the that's the thing they're t- tying. We obviously won't know until one of the Russo brothers explain, or they want to take it to where it's like that's what we want to. S- I mean, I think I'll probably explain because like well, now with the whole Disney Plus having the Marvel series, I mean, I'll probably explain more with the the Falcon Winter Soldier show, yeah. that miniseries. We'll see how that gets played out because you got that then you got the Hawkeye series but you notice uh, how he's training his daughter mm-hmm. who knows if his daughter's gonna end up like you know being the next Hawkeye well and they've talked about the idea that there'll be a, a Young Avengers coming up because that puts a Hawkeye's Scott Lang's daughter, daughter and Lang's daughter at oh, about okay. the same age yeah. um, and actually that kid who shows up at the end yeah. like, I didn't know who he was because I'm not a big fan of the Iron Man movies but he shows up at the funeral He's, he's in a, a suit. Little kid, right? yeah, it was he's a kid little from Iron Man three. So there's they've and then Spider Man for that matter. If you really wanted to throw him yeah. in or same age bracket, roughly, it's like you know they could be setting the stage to do that. I think that's actually not going to happen, but that's I'm cool, sure people yeah. will talk about it. I will say that I think it was probably fifty fifty who was going to get the shield. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bucky and uh, Anthony era Falcon. But I think it wouldn't have been Falcon, except Anthony Mackie came out of the gate so hard and so well received as Falcon. Like yeah. I, I, like I actually don't know of another character that came out of these movies as like a like a secondary character like, that uh-huh. that just like hit the ground. Like he just seemed to like hit really well because. Uh, like Winter Soldier I mean they debuted in the same movie obviously mm-hmm. and Winter Soldier is like re- I think really well regarded as an antagonist in that mm-hmm. and then you know in Civil War he had his role and everything but I like it's just my opinion but I think except maybe Black Panther when he got introduced to oh, yeah, in Civil, Civil War, War yeah. it's like yeah. Anthony like I think Anthony Mackie you like really delivered mm-hmm. like a great like almost like every man character who stepped up? Yeah, and like you know, Bucky like, doesn't. Bucky doesn't sh- like. He's not. He's like that wild card guy. He's that. He's not. He doesn't have that. Like whatever it takes. To, obviously, he probably does. But he's like yeah. more like a Han Solo mm-hmm. than a Luke. Than a Luke. Yeah. And uh, like you know, just like circling back to that that moment where it's like you know, Cap's there alone, and then you hear like on your left. Mm-hmm. 
and it's oh, man, fucking, that's great. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like I, I just, I. Yeah, that was a good show out too because think about it. Remember in Winter Soldier when, when you know when you see Sam running, then you see Captain running by, and Captain's like, "On your left, just yeah. telling him on your left, just passing them by and stuff." Mm-hmm. So that was a cool little nod to like to Winter Soldier. That, that's like the thing that people would say to each other, though. Yeah. Like if you knew each other for you know, it's like for years, like, for so long. Those yeah. are the things that like keep coming up. Uh, but yeah, I'm actually really happy that they gave it to to Falcon. I think beyond the fact that you know, I think Anthony Mackie like made that character one that uh, people would will be happy seeing. It's like if Black Panther was such a big deal, yeah, for you know for representation reasons, like now Captain America. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. The next time I like you it. see him, will oh. be you know like this. Cool, strong African American character too. Captain Falcon. Yeah. I uh, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm I'm dreading to see how they're going to do the costume, but it's yeah. Cool. So. We won't know until it comes out on Disney Plus. That's the only thing we won't know yeah. until it makes his debut. We'll see I, what Bucky's uniform is going to be. I mean, they're going to have any uniforms. I mean, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm thinking with Hawkeye. I don't know. If because you know, that like it's funny how you know. Oh, they're Scarlet not with the purple duds. They're just not. That's never going to happen. Sorry. They didn't even do that with the Hulk. They're not going to do it with him. <laughs> it's just Hulk. It was just, just weird. Not his it was like I'd rather have him as a Ronin suit, if anything, just because of like all of that stuff. But like, yeah, there's no possible way. And then of course you got the WandaVision like, show, which I'm trying to figure out how they're going to work that. You know, <laughs> even though and Loki because I don't I think, think that's going to get a lot. The hit with the Mind Stone, <laughs> if you notice that, I wonder if that's hitting to the Loki series because hey, Tom Hiddleston is coming back, so it's like maybe he's very showing what he did with it. He what did he? Have? No, Remember, he, he vanished. He had the Tesseract. Yeah, the Tesseract. And he yeah. vanished. Yeah. And so that's what happened when Steve, and then Steve and um, Tony had to go back to the 70s to the old S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters. To grab the, yeah, to grab the, 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 the other te- the Tesseract from that time. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of the question is what happened to Loki, that Loki from, you know, 2012. So I'm thinking with the Disney Plus series, I wonder how that's going to, it probably has to be something to do with that. It might, I don't know. It's like, I, I don't know if they're going to try and, well, obviously nobody knows, uh, you know, like how much they're going to connect it. Like, I think they're probably going to have Sam operating as Captain America mm-hmm. in, and in title. Like, I'm sure the title was like just like a fake out, yeah. you know, to save the movie's secrets. But like. I think they're going to have him operating enough as Captain America in the... In the White Wolf, I'm guessing? The, yeah, yeah, something like that. But, like, that way, maybe when they decide to do Avengers 5, he can just show up in it yeah. without having to be like, hey, you haven't earned that, or, like, who are you to say... You're, it's like he's gonna walk in with the, the door, like already having like with the shield and everything. You know, five six episodes of being Captain America, yeah. so that like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, so like it hits the ground running, kind of. Yeah, it's like how they like when they introduced all these new ones into in Civil War. It's just kind of like once you see Infinity War, you're just like, all right, cool. This is not it's not a surprise that they're there. It's just nice to see that they're actually now they're fully incorporated into into our universe and we'll say like creating all that um <laughs> I will say it's funny um another character another side character since we're on that uh Rhodey I mean like to yeah. see to see Don Cheadle take over and, and do his thing and um I want to say that it, it must suck for what's his name from the beginning Terrence Howard Terrence yeah. Howard I, I mean this- he can feel however he wants to feel but sorry, man. I'm. If I was in your shoes, I wouldn't be asking for any more money that I wasn't entitled to. And even though you're not entitled to any, but nothing, nobody's entitled to anything in this life. But nonetheless, holy shit, did you miss out on like a, your, your retirement? 
Mm-hmm. Well, they said there was a, a little blip but, somewhere recently where John Scheidel said, like, kind of like, oh, somebody asked him, like, how how did you get the call or how did you, you know, get the offer? He's like, oh, well, he told a little story about it and he, you know, accepted the offer. He says, like, like the next day he ran into Terrence Howard. <laughs> He's like, it's like, we've known each other for a long time yes, and yeah. we talked about it and, and Terrence... They had no problem with it. He's like, you know, go on, you do your thing. And do your thing. So it sounded like, uh, at least on a personal level, between the people, the two people most involved, that it was cool, mm-hmm. which is nice to think yeah, that. But true. yeah, like he definitely. <laughs> and or Edward Norton stuff. missing out on that. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. like people got more comfortable with Mark Ruffalo. Because what, what isn't he on that? Oh yeah, he's on the Empire show, right? Don't Te- Technology. Yeah, Terrence, Terrence Howard. Howard. Yeah, exactly. oh, okay. oh, yeah. I think, I think he's the. Oh, yeah, he's, he's not the male lead. I think he's, he's the. He's still doing like, in the stuff. patriarch role or like like the CEO role of that. Um, I've I've never actually caught that show, but mm. no, I'm either. Um, who else was cool in there? To, in, I'm trying to think, who else got like a cool moment or two? Mm. You know, like one moment too was when the feet in the. The female heroes were being up Thanos was a good like you know, oh the little, the little culmination yeah yeah that'd be like so that, that'd, that'd be a good like, that'd be a good tease for a film they're not possibly. doing that though well, it was just like a little you know yeah we're, we're reaching into our identity stuff that we're I, in right now which is fine I could see though like you know again. Like, I don't see them not doing another Avengers movie. Yeah. You know, I like, I, I think they'll probably wait, you know, for, you know, four or five movies from now. Mm-hmm. There'll be another Avengers movie of some sort. I it, I could see, though, that at this point, that, like, maybe the team is 70% women. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just the people who get involved in it. Because um, there'll be enough, like, well-established, you know, female heroes at that point. Yeah, it's got a cool see Pepper Potts in the Iron Man suit. Yeah, oh, I hated that. Oh, I, you hated it? I hate Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't he like He doesn't her. like Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't like the character of Pepper Potts. I, really? Well, no, not at all. I, I honestly don't like that character uh, <laughs> at all. I don't I, like her, I still like Gwyneth Paltrow as an actress. Her, like, <laughs> really? That, that, no, I, I don't. No, I don't like that. that like I would have like I like that. Like Happy would have like why didn't he have the suit? Like whatever. I I thought that was all very dumb, but <laughs> but that's just me. I mean, I think in the comics there's precedent for it. I think she may have actually had a rescue armor suit, yeah. um, but I I don't know. I don't I don't like that character at all. Her name is Rescue. I believe that's right? what that she's referred to, or the yeah, because she was able to like just to. fly around and do their thing like that, like it's nothing. I mean, I'm not gonna say like they're. He, I'm sure he didn't would show her a thing or two, but it's like, hmm. yeah, it was very. It, it was nice to see too. Black Panther's sister Shuri yeah. actually came back. It's like because yeah. it was never explained if she survived or not. They just showed her that she was missing. Yeah, because remember we last time we saw a film where she was in the lab. Yeah, and, and it never was shown that she disappeared, and then now. And then we didn't see that she disappeared until we saw when they were going through all the profiles and the headquarters, all the people that were missing or disappeared. Well, I mean, I, like, I assume that if they weren't specifically shown to have survived, they, they disappeared. Because, like, they didn't talk about, uh, like, Jane Foster. Yeah, it was nice to see that important. Like, it was... 
Yeah, like in the flashback, it was nice that she came back and everything. But Jay, like, Jay, didn't see. And Renee Russo reprised her role as you know Thor's mother. You, know, mm-hmm. kind you of, just don't see anybody. Yeah, you don't yeah. see. You don't get much info. Oh, I just so I just assumed any supporting character that you do not see well, is gone. Gone yeah. in, until you know the, they come back or what have you. Uh, Sorry, yeah, a lot of stuff was ham fisted in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't have wanted the job of writing that and trying to figure out how they're gonna, you know, get all the pieces on the board. Um, if I had one big, big gripe, though, it was how. If I had one big, big gripe, it was that Black Widow died. Yes. But. Again, talking with somebody else. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk why, about that, guys. Why, this is Black Widow. Why, why, in, in your, why do you think she shouldn't have been the one Well, to get sacrificed? I think she had to be the one because of the story mechanics. So you had a set of people. They had to be par- partnered up for the plot. For the plot, yeah. They had to be partnered up and sent out. And from that group of people... The only two that made dramatic sense, that made, like, narrative and, like, emotional, emotive sense to send after the soul gem that required a sacrifice were Clint and Natasha. Mm -hmm. Because they've established from the very first Avengers movie that they are close, that they've been close from before Avengers you know, it was really. Whole, yeah. She's part of his family. She yeah, loves his so kids. It's so strange. So it's like those two have a connection that predates every other connection. They're like a brother and sister type connection. Yeah, they, they, they actually love each other. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have put any of the other pairings. I think even Tony and Cap, and, and, and even, even Cap and Iron Man, you could not have put them in that scene. You can't, no. And have them, like, like fight or or like they I don't think they could have sacrificed each other and made it like work for one thing because mm-hmm. th- those two are not what you know part of what they really love yeah like like not in that way and like I think Clint and Natasha like they they love like actual family in, in like a way the other guys just don't mm-hmm. and so like it had to be those two and I, I I'm. It kind of goes back to that whole Red Ledger thing. Like, I, she felt like she always had more to atone for. And now he feels like he has more to atone for, plus he lost his family. Yeah. And so, like, I get it, and I think it, it surprised people that it was her, not him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you like, I think it made sense. It, you know, it shocked the audience. I still wish it hadn't happened because, like, now you either now know exactly what's going to happen in Black Widow, the movie, if they finally announce it for sure, which is that it either has to be a flashback tale. It's going to be a flashback. Or that it's a flashback tale, or they figured out how they already know how they're going to bring her back. Like, is Hawkeye actually about the Hawkeye series? Is that about him figuring out a way to bring her back? Maybe, yeah. Like the whole... Yeah, you know, and then she's back and she can go on her movie. Or is it, like, is she just limited to having to do a flashback story? So, I think if she was still willing to do more, then, like, they could have gotten a lot more out of that character. But I think... They should just sign off for just uh, the solo film. Yeah. It is planned. So, that that was... So, I I think I understand why, Mm -hmm. but I still don't like that she died. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's what my thing too. It was like I thought, you know, 
It was like I thought Hawkeye was the one, but you saw he was willing to do it. He was willing to sacrifice himself. But he kept saying, you know, take. It's like, you know, I don't got my family more. Then. That, because he already knew he didn't have anything to live for. Just from the minute that she was being him in, uh, where were they, in Tokyo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was just like, they both didn't, yeah. <laughs> Throw Nebula in there. Uh, no, no, because I don't mind. I, she did, had way more of a role in this one. Um, Nebula. Yeah, well, because it was important. Uh, God, I wish, yeah. I, I didn't... I liked how they set up the scene when they get to the play, the celestial uh, space, and you know we get to see Red Skull being the guide again, and um, having them have the little duke out before they go and sacrifice because they both basically lied to each other, obviously. But I love that they had that still because they, they had that since the beginning. But like, oh my god, yeah, I didn't know. It was nice that they kept juggling until the final thing, but I'm just kind of like, man, yeah, I didn't I, knowing that they were trying to push the Black Widow soon. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And then... Uh, she's been there since fucking Iron Man 2. Like, mm-hmm. it pissed me... Yeah, like, if that... That's something that... It's like, just when you feel that Black Widow's cemented, she's not. Like, I want... Like, I know she's an Avenger, but I don't feel like she is because they keep, like, putting Baby in the corner and it's just... Like, it's like, do you want her to be a part of, like, a significant symbol of the team or you just guys want to just play the whole, like... Face value character, and we're just using you because we. Ha- it happens to be Scarlett Johansson. It's like it's, they give her they give her important story yeah. throughout like throughout the the movies, but it's like they they didn't give her equal time. Oh, so yeah. it's like you knew she was important, but they didn't always show that she was important. But so I mean, I, I still hope they do enough. Like they they will do a Black Widow movie, but. Yeah, that that's probably my main gripe. There's a lot of other things I'm sure like anybody can like nitpick and decide. That they, oh yeah, you know. But like that was probably my main one. It's like that she went out kind of early, and that she had to be the one to go. But again, it's like I, I kind of think I understand why. Yeah, three people like freaking out when they find out she didn't come back. Like just because it's like, damn. Even the Hulk loved the shit out of her, and then you have Cap because it was just kind of like a like a leader thing. And just because they're since the beginning, and then you have like Hawkeye being like they're you know just having the love for each other that was there. And just like that's when you know like damn, three of them are already freaking the hell out. Mm-hmm. Other ones are like obviously didn't weren't as close, but. um uh, Like if that's the case, then it's like yeah, it it just seems like. I think they would just do the flashback route with her movie. It's just what's going to end yeah. up happening. And she'll get her 20 mil. That's what they're offering her to, to do it. And she'll collect the money and hope. And I think she'll be on her way, which I don't blame her. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And do your it, thing. And people want to see the movie. I'm yeah, sure like to have it. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be good. Done, yeah. um, and I'm looking right now on Screen Rant, you know, they're doing all these fan theories, and they do mention S Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So, I mean, it does say Chris Hemsworth is like, yeah, he's willing to come back as Thor, and hopefully he probably will be in, in, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is, you know, now that James Gunn's back to take over the helm, he'll probably try to write him in there. Or do another Oh, maybe... And, of course, they're trying to get... I guess there's a rumor that's a possible that Thor film... With their, they are talking to Taika Waititi to come back as director for Thor, the four films. So, but so now that Valkyrie is now in charge of New Asgard. Yeah, but I feel like that's just they're just going to refer to. And my more. funny thing too, the movie was seeing Korg and Meeks because everyone was yeah. wondering what happened to those two. Is there a thing with Thor? 
<laughs> they're playing Fortnite. That's actually a gripe. I'm just kidding. Uh, I have, I have Fortnite. Um, the product placement, yeah, the whatever. That's always there. Man, those audios were nice. Um, second, freaking <laughs> yeah. audios. What the hell? Yeah. What the hell, man? I'm. I felt ham-fisted as fuck. Yeah, they didn't give it that much time. Like I'm gonna rant. I'm a little. I'm a little up. Like. <laughs> Captain Marvel, the movie itself, good, not great. Typical origin thing. It felt very lazy at points, but it was fine. It did her justice. I liked it for what it was. Then to see this movie, knowing that she's important, like, I'm going to kill Thanos, cool. And then, like, great. Gone for, like, two hours in the movie. You come in out of nowhere to destroy shit. Great. Fine. Well, where the fuck were you for the past two hours? You got you never get a check back in. Like, well, where are you? Where the fuck were you? There, there's no, there's no even writing to mention where the hell she goes. There's, they don't even. Well, but she did she, mention that there's. Yeah. <sighs> I go on. But she did mention there was other worlds that need, you know. Yeah. They don't have Avengers. They don't have like people like the Avengers. Right. So she just go back and check in, and that's after five years. But they, even after that, like. There's no mention of, even when they're all going back to points in time with their strategy, they didn't bother to let Captain Marvel know at all. So it's like, how does she just know all this shit is happening? Like, obviously she flew down with the ship to bring Thor back. She knew that part. That's when they reconned and then set up the strategy. But she wasn't there. She, Like you mentioned, she was out fighting other worlds that don't have heroes there. Yeah. So it's like, where the fuck did you go? I don't think that was one of the things they they altered for the trailers though too because I don't I, they never showed her at all walking in the outfits like that little parade yeah they, I don't think they never photoed her into there because they they removed Pepper I think from oh she was walking in that one no she I think they like in the previews I don't watch the trailers <laughs> they. Was my never from the placement that there was a figure missing mm-hmm. when they show like the guys all coming out in the dark and like looking up. And there was, like, a spacing. So people were like, oh, there's probably a character in there that they removed. And that was Pepper. When when Captain Marvel brings... The ship the down. The ship down, brings Tony back. Yeah. Like, they kind of, like, have the scene. And then, like, Pepper kind of, like... They, they just turn the camera a little and Pepper's there. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to think. I don't think they ever... Oh, like that one part too much about like where they, like the, and of course you know, the old scene where Rocket is opening the door to Thor's place. You know, and they're trying to just show Rocket. They didn't even show Hulk right behind him. Yeah, like, he knows that too. Like he was digitally removed because they didn't show. I guess they didn't want to show the traitors that oh Hulk is back. You know, yeah. Hulk is back and he's altered. Yeah, but yeah, like I think the Captain Marvel thing was a missed opportunity. Yeah, um, Man, that was weird. Like th- again, like they explained it, and that's fine. It's just like I think. I mean, I, I don't know. I think people were, like, were kind of built up to expect more from her yeah. in that movie. And if that was a little bit, again, of, like, you know, faking you out so that you really didn't know, like, you're expecting, like, okay, she's going to show up now. Yeah. She's going to show up now. Which is cool. And, like, so she just kept not fixing things, but... Even with Strange coming back and him getting, like, I want to say maybe five minutes in total, but nonetheless, like, he did a lot more just being there than... And I'm not saying she didn't do anything either. It's just like, yeah, it's like you they built such a strong character with her and then and seeing her, and then finally we get it, and she's barely in it. And I'm just like, oh, come well, on. Yeah, and I think that's, like, like, 
Like they did a lot more Black Panther when he was introduced in these past three movies that they he was in. Well, and I had kept thinking uh, that they were going to have like they were going to build Captain Marvel to take over the Captain America mm-hmm. kind of role, but I think really like it's going to be Black Panther. Yeah, I think he's the one who's going to take over that sort of core. Yeah, because it's going to be basically him. Core protectors. Uh, kind of. It's going to be him, like Spider-Man and, you know, basically Hawkeye. Basically whoever's left, basically. If you think about it. Well, Hulk and all, you know. I, I, I'm just, like, I think the Spider-Man is, like, the closest to Captain America in, like, if Cap was, like, the heart. Mm-hmm. You know, you know like, this, like, the real spirit up till now, like, I think Spider-Man is now the way he's been Embraced, you know, very yeah. Like he really does want to be now that he understands what being a hero is, which we'll see in the movie that comes out. But mm-hmm. like, I think yeah, actually now he's like, well yeah, I'm here. Holy crap, Mr. Stark! Yeah, it's like oh hell yeah, like it was yeah. That what was it? Did he and he did the instant kill mode? Yeah, it was when funny. He started, like I, I didn't know what he said at first. Uh, yeah, because like instant kill mode on, and then he's just like, <laughs> it's like I got this. I got no, I don't got this. I was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> That kid, man. Oh, God. that was a good. That was a cool scene, though. It was like the like the the like I'm glad they gave Hawkeye that. Like, oh the, like, yeah, actually that like that object. Like he had like the Grail. Like man, he, like, golly, he yeah. had, like you know the the thing for a while, like a good chunk of time, really. Yeah, like just find all those demon things. Yeah, and uh, but like that kind of handoff to handoff sequence. Yeah, between the cool. different heroes, like that was kind of cool. That was good. Just like, I, I loved how they started the war thing. Just them coming from twenty four, like Nebula, twenty fourteen Nebula coming and and sneaking into the base, stealing present Nebula's uh, cover of her chip or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then just oh, bombarding the base. That was great. Um, I love that. I love that they caught him by surprise, or that even. It's like even I, I the destiny just setting up Thanos' destiny, all the subliminals, everything about it. I, I love. I did like Marvel hamming that in. Um, other moments, not so much. Yeah, Stanley's little cameo. Stanley's little cameo. <laughs> I didn't see it. You did not see Stanley's I, I cameo it at the time. Really? Yeah. So somebody told well, me, somebody know, mentioned. It, I was like, oh wait, what? Take care and, and all that. Like, yeah. Oh, that's it. And he's like, well, you know, the wish they would have done something more. I'm like, they didn't know, dude. Like, they like how? How are they supposed to know when yeah, these guys like, going to kick the bucket? They film they like extra scenes just of Stan Lee in case. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, but yeah, that actually went completely past me as to to. Yeah, it's really quick. And then considering, like, even I don't—I mean, I'm sure the theater was full for you too. Like, ours was full too, and it, which is why I can't wait till this comes out on TV. But like, it's hard sometimes to hear when there's people laughing, crying, talking. There's a lot of people talking, which is fine. But this is why sometimes I'm like going to the theaters because it's just like people. Well, you guys by now, like, we're probably seeing it with people who'd seen it a second or third time. Probably too. And so yeah, it's just like, come on. Like, <laughs> you know, seeing Tony re- like with his dad meeting with his dad. That was interesting. That was, that was interesting. Good. That was a good little. I liked it. I liked what his dad said. How he tells him, um, what is he's like? All the money in the world will never buy time. He says something about like, you, like basically, like money can't buy time. Yeah, essentially well, that. He's, I know at one point he said something that was kind of close to like. It's basically like like this job doesn't give me a lot of time. Yeah, 
um, what my the, the 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 purpose I have for greater to to create the greater good outweighs my self interest, or not, does yeah. not outweigh my self interest. And I loved how he talked about because him and Tony Stark were the same because it's his father. But like he says that is like it will never outweigh my self interest, mm-hmm. which has always been Tony. And then like you had mentioned, he did the grand sacrifice, and we see that was that was how he refers to. I want to say his vision of like even how this all culminated, where it's like maybe I'm the one. Who finally has to flip that to where my self-interest doesn't outweigh to cater to the greater good mm-hmm. of everything or creating things. So, you know, it's like, man, there's so many great, powerful, you know, little just good stuff that people should hear to. Um, just obviously, like, since Disney has been very much in the last couple of years with their films, throwing in a lot of good social subliminal awareness things and how it reflects on our society and they definitely do it in Endgame they don't do it as hammy as they did in the Star Wars movie which is fine but it's good that they throw them in there because it's like look if we have billions of people watching this movie let's let's actually make something that's gonna it's like if we already know we can all tap into this you know fictional universe that can teach us real values and real perspectives on what we're doing as a society and we all get to do that and we're all paying money to do it why not well that's what they because like that was the the one russo brother yeah his, his cameo like they said like oh, yeah. Fox, like you know first gay character openly gay character in the marvel universe and he said they they talked to him about it and he says like i like Wait, who? i did who oh in the support group when Cap is sitting there, he's running the support group, and the guy's like, "Yeah, oh yeah," he's like, and, and, he, and he did, yeah, it's just, it's just that was casual. great. It's just like, yeah, it's like, yeah, oh. I started. He started crying at at the salad, and, and I, I started crying the at the dessert. And so it's just, it's just right there, just how it would be said. Like, it's not like, well, guys, you might not know this about me, or like. You know, Cap doesn't give up or raise an eyebrow. There's nothing. It's just... Like, he's a lot of quality and fairness. You know, uh. he cried. You know, a man saying that his date cried and his date happened to be a guy. And that was really all it was. That's all it is, yeah. And then Cap's complete lack of reaction oh, to the detail, his whole thing is just like... We gotta move on. You may, like, like the fact that you went out, like, that was your victory right I there. I loved it. I and loved that. I've heard other commentary people saying it's like, you know, that was what Cap is fighting for. He was fighting for people to keep living. And 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 they said, too, it's like, I, I hadn't realized at the time, but it's like, you know, like, that was how he was trying to carry on for Sam. Yeah. Because Sam ran a support group. Yeah. So that was a role that he was trying to take on was... It was so. It was so cool. And oh yeah, first, yeah. first gay, openly gay character in a Marvel movie. That's cool. And they gave it a minute, and they let it just breathe, and like it just was. Yeah, got to move on. It was awesome. It was just. It, it was nice because then, like, it's kind of like they they see, you know, they they cater to like depression and like people who deal with that stuff, and I thought that was interesting too. Like it was, yeah, like you said, it was a very small moment in the movie that some people probably will let go over their heads, and that's cool, but it's. It was nice to see that because it's true, man. It's like he's a symbol, whether you like it or not, mm. and it's a great one to follow. Like I don't, I don't, I don't. He's not my favorite character, but he's definitely something. He's super important in Marvel. I don't know. I don't. I don't see Marvel. He's like the Superman of Marvel. 
That's exactly like I was just thinking earlier. Like it's very strange. I mean, it's nice. I think. So not like twenty nineteen. Everything that's going around is like Captain America is now much more important in like the cultural scheme. Like, like, yeah, the cultural yeah. like heist, like heist, however you say it, uh, than like Superman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, because DC ruined that. Um, <laughs> hey, who, no, no, you're right. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, I don't see a lot of guys wearing Superman shirts unless they're at the gym. Uh, second, like <laughs> I don't like we. I don't want to go into that because I'm just going to be ranting on DC. But like, yeah, it's it, like I, I, it, him and Black Panther are very much like Batman <laughs> and and fucking Superman mm-hmm. to me, just because like they're both, you know, mm-hmm. they're yeah, they just they're very two different kinda, types. Yeah, and and they they're it's just like the positivity of it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, like. This film, like, honestly, this was, like, something, you know, it was building up for so many years. It's fine, you know. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it very much. I mean, yeah, there were a few things I wish it was more explained. Like you said, Captain Marvel was one of them, the explanation. I know they tried real hard. Like, it's a, it was a three-hour film. They tried to fit as much as it can, you know, to close off a lot of, you know, bridges, you know. Mm-hmm. Close out, you know, Black Widow's, Black Widow's part in it, Tony's part in Captain America. And Thor, like, you know, it's like, see what they're going to do next. You know, it's like, we don't know when the Hulk's going to come back again. Because number one, with the whole, like, movie rights and everything, it's like, only Hulk can come here only with he with somebody else. That's one thing. Because Universal still technically owns the film rights to Hulk. For Hulk solo films. Mm-hmm. That's why they have that whole deal with Universal and, you know, and... You know, Marvel Studios, they can use Hulk well, only when these other films. Same thing with the whole Sony thing. Right. When it comes to Spider-Man, because it was a whole handshake deal, like, hey, you know, you still got rights to Spider-Man, but we're just producing the films, and, you know, you'll still, you know, get money from it. Right. You know, we just get a little producer, you know. As long as you get to use Spider-Man, you know. Like, yeah, it's basically, it's like, you know, like, you hire us to make your Spider-Man movie. Well, uh, and, yeah. you know, like and then you'll still get like the you know, rides yeah. and all that stuff. That's basically what it is. But I mean, which is great. I mean, it's it's a really good idea. It's it's I think been a really beneficial relationship for both sides. And of that. same thing now with you know now with you know, the the X Men Transformers. I mean, my future will probably be like the next you know big bad that's probably going to come will probably be either King the Conqueror or possibly Doctor Doom or even Galactus could be one of them. And they can actually do the Silver Surfer proper. You know, I mean, you got the Eternals. Like I said, the Eternals are being developed right now. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, there's a lot of things with the future of this movie. Is kind of like leaves a lot of open doors. Yeah, I kind of hope they don't do Galactus for a while. I think it's it's not similar if you know about it or you pay attention. Mm-hmm. But I think it would feel kind of similar. Would be a good one. You know, Honestly, like like a cosmic threat. The scale, yeah. Like I would much same. rather see like a Doctor Doom or even uh, I can't think of anybody else off my head, but like I mean, like you could, it, it could be Craven the Hunter. They they could yeah. set him up as like you know Ultimate Predator, like have him acting behind the scenes on several movies, and then he comes out. Yeah, or like, Baron Zemo. Yeah, or remember like Zemo. Like, I would rather see like a smaller scale, still very intense. Character, you know, and then big threat. Of course, with with uh, you know the next Guardians movie, if Thor does make an appearance there, another thing too. Now that he has Stormbreaker and Mjolnir, maybe we can get better Ray Bill. Where's it? Better Ray Bill? 
Remember, he went back in time. Remember, he went back to that point in time in Dark World where he, he just... he hammer. He grabbed his hammer. He just did this. Right. He grabbed it. So now he's got Stormbreaker and Mjolnir, but that, now that he's going to the galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy, now they can set up to better Ray Bill. Right, but... Better Ray Bill can make his appearance in Guardians of the Galaxy. They kind of Now he'll get Mjolnir because Some, he ends up getting something else. Or, he get, said that there or was, Thor gives him Stormbreaker. But there's not two hammers in the current timeline, right? There's, there's, there's the Stormbreaker, and the it's Stormbreaker, and then and Mjolnir. But then now that Thor brought Mjolnir back to the current timeline, right? But but there's still only one hammer, like at the end of the movie, right? He has still both. But no, there's, no, but there's your there's past, an axe there's, and there's the, a hammer. Yeah, but there's only there's not two copies of, of the no, 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 okay, just one. Somebody it, told me that there was two, and I was like, no, there can't. No, there like, I could have missed it in everything that was going on. Like, you know, there's so yeah. much going on. But no, there was just one. Okay, that's what I thought. That's how I understood it. But somebody told me there was two. No, no, no it's just one. With his mom, and he right? Out. But yeah, it's just no. that's the that only, only one he brought back currently. Yeah, is that okay? That's what I thought. But somebody told me that there was two, and in that battle, there's. A lot to miss. God, there's just so much crap. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, so that's what's going to happen happening. I wonder if they are going to introduce Better Ray Bill. Because remember, he, he come, he's from in the galaxy. He's a different universe. He's a different, you know, creature. He's like a different alien. So I'm wondering if Thor does hitch a ride. Like you saw, he's hitching around with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Who knows? Maybe that'd be the next person he run into is Better Ray Bill. Mm. And then he gives him Stormbreaker. It could. I mean, there's... And there's, then Thor just hangs on to Mjolnir. He gives Stormbreaker to him. Hmm. I mean, it, I'm, it's like a theory I've got. Like, it, it's a possibility. Nice. Like, we won't we'll know until that nice. film won't come out in like another two years. So it's like, now that James Gunn's got that movie, he can like either work with the you know, what's he like? He's gonna give him his input on it, how he should you know. And then he reaches out to Chris Hemsworth. Hey, you want to you know come back and you know? And he's like I said, according to the article, he is more open to come back as that character. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, I think because he probably like. Enjoyed doing like, it. Like it, I think, it, like his experience probably just got better and better because they started figuring out Thor. Kind they of try like, to make him more humanized. Yeah, like they, yeah. they, they made him more like he's not like better than anybody. Like he's more human. Mm-hmm. Thank God. That's why I kind of like like he's got more like he's not better than anybody. He's more humanized. Yeah. I mean, I like, like all the Thor films, anyways, but I, I I do think he definitely got more human. like better and deeper and a little more athletic. And, yeah, uh, it was just funny, Lebowski. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, that's, he had the same shoe. It was just everything. Chicken beer gut, and oh my god! Okay. And all the beers they saw as Guardian style. He saw the beer labels, and mm-hmm. it was just, it was just hilarious. And then you know, Korg wearing a Hawaiian shirt, fucking sunglasses. Oh, it was yeah. like cool. Like, yeah, it's, I mean, Meeks, Meeks chowing down the pizza. It's like. <laughs> It was a nice little beat to see like how, where the Asgardians were and everything. Uh, like, actually, I will say, I did expect when he said that he was give, that he was turning over like the kingship to uh, Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to give her the hammer. That's why that I, I, I actually thought that they were going to do that. Yeah, and uh, been cool. I'm not disappointed that they didn't because if he's still going to if he's still fine to play the character for a while, like yeah, you know, it's great. Uh, but that I, I will say that I was in that moment expecting that they were going to make her Thor. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure they don't want to walk away from him if he's still happy to do it for now. You know. Yeah, it's, it's leaving money on the table. <laughs> That's leaving a lot of money on the table. Because 
think God, you always just get women to see it. Uh, no, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing another Thor movie. Uh, if they decide to start off the universe again with something new and they introduce it with newer people in the universe. I mean, like I said, That'd be nice, we got Spider-Man. I like like I said, we got Spider-Man: Far From Home coming soon. I mean, the way it's I looking, wish those movies came the way it's Endgame, looking, <laughs> like I the way it's looking, like now good. with this happening, when Endgame happened, I'm thinking now with Far From Home kind of sets up. Like, yeah, this does take place. This film's going to take place after Endgame because it's like they they're saying it's supposed to be. I mean, I think you mentioned it. Like, it's like now they're saying Spider-Man's actually the end of Phase. Four, or right? Yeah, now they're saying the Spider-Man film is in Phase Four, Which or Phase Three, or Phase Four. I don't know. What. Hence why I'm, I'm I rather than have released Endgame later on. Well, I think I, again, obviously, like I'm guessing, but I wonder if what they're going to do is like Spider-Man will not spend a lot of time, but like there'll be something in there that's sort of like this is now the state of Earth. Yeah. And because I mean, we see like, Happy. It's, it's like place. we see Happy now. It's like. Like you know, like, like Fury, somebody is gonna like there'll be a couple. Fury will be like a mentor like, now. Like you know, my Fury. He lost half of the life on Earth for you know five years, and now everybody's back, and people are taking advantage of it. Yeah. You know, he's gonna say like I'm assuming he's gonna he, he happy somebody is gonna deliver something to let us know what the state of the world is, hmm. and then that's why. It, it's, it's like that will be the Stinger movie almost. Uh, but, yeah. like, like here's where we are now, and when we start announcing other movies after that, like this is the world that it actually exists in because we don't really know what the world's like. No, not at all. Right now, like I said, we're we're not going to see it until Spider Man Forever. What's going right. to be? In, but in July, that, it's who like, knows how that? Who knows if they're even? You know, what I mean, if they even chalk it up to that, it could have it, that shit could just be happening the uh, before. Like they, a lot of people are saying out. now, it's like, like could, there's a lot yeah. of theories saying that you know so this took place before because <laughs> it's just a lot of people are saying chalk. like this took place before game, but I'm thinking this is like a lot of people are saying no, it takes place. I think even came Vegas went public saying Far From Home takes place after Endgame. I don't know, man. I don't believe anything he says. <laughs> Wait, who said it? Kevin. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. President of Marvel Studios, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with them lying to keep the movies. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, yeah, I'm okay with them lying, too. Like, yeah. like, I don't believe anything they say anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just let it go. But I'm, I'm very interested in that one. I think it looks good. Uh, okay. uh, what's coming out? It's, it comes out like July, July. 2nd. So soon. Like, like real soon, actually. Soon. Yeah, holy shit. They, they moved it up because I think it was originally supposed to be July 4th, but they moved it up two days because of the holiday. Because I think that's like on a Tuesday, I believe. Oh, it's going to release it earlier in the week, actually. Okay. Yeah, because my birthday's June 30th, and it's going to be released July 2nd, so it's actually a Tuesday. Before July is a Thursday. Like, like six-day week, weekend or something like that with that. Uh, and they have what? Endgame's already made over a billion. This should be on track for two billion. Well, people are wondering if it could be Avatar. It did already. Yeah, I, like total box. Well, it's all a total box. That means worldwide and the yeah, they'll do it. I, I, th- I think it has. A, I think it's probably got a very strong chance yeah. on it because I think people are definitely gonna. Well, I don't know because like because even with the inflation, they beat it. Like I, I read some dude's calculus thing. Because yeah, like Avatar is two point something billion, and Force Awakens is up there. Yeah. And they would be the twelfth spot um, before Force Awakens. Oh, and and the worldwide. Yeah. If if they had cost for every other movie and with inflation, it'd be twelve. But for this one, 
Yeah, because it'd be 2.8 something, and then Avatar was 2.7. Mm-hmm. So I was like, holy fuck. Dude. And Avatar was okay. <laughs> I know. That's it was okay. Keep seeing things. Right <laughs> yeah, there. I don't know. Well, it's been like yeah, 10 years now. Yeah, yeah, it looked cool. That's it's, why. Like, I love James Cameron, too, but it just looked cool. It, but now <laughs> it's like been 10 years, and he's finally starting to work on the freaking sequels. It's like... Dances with Wolves, guys. Dances with Wolves oh was the God, same movie, just with Blue Aliens. It was the same I, it, movie. It's a fine movie, yeah. but like, it didn't develop anything that makes people like, <laughs> no. you know, like, just look cool. Yeah, no, no, there's no fan base for that movie. <laughs> I, but he's, you know what? He just, he managed. But we're going to have another one, guys. He's Don't the worry. only guy with two movies on that list. Yeah, right? Of, you know, in that so, two billion range or whatever, so. Right. Why not? what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, final thoughts on Endgame. What what would be your final thoughts on it? It's fucking crazy. It's crazy. I, it's sad to see it all end, but it's nice to see where it went. Um, and I'm just excited to see more. Uh, obviously, I'm just going to wait till it comes out. But, it, man, just looking back all these years and coming out to this, it's like, holy shit. It was crazy. It was just, it was just crazy. Just, it was a ride. Didn't feel like three hours when you were there. No. Um, until you get up from your chair, but yeah, it, it, it the pacing was great, even for the slow scenes. It didn't feel like you were dragging mud because each scene was it just each scene carried some sort of weight that was important in the all grand scheme of things. So a couple, eh, yeah, I want to say overall, there was some some that are like, yeah, it didn't need to be there, but it's cool. Like I also don't make that movie, and you know, it was fun. Yeah, I was. When I was talking with Mike about it, and we were like, you know, I think he said it's like it's not in my it's like, it's not in my top three, no. but it's my, maybe my top five, top six, and you know, I said it's not. I don't think it's the best Marvel movie, but it's like the most Marvel mm-hmm. Marvel movie. Like that that that's like the most accurate depiction of like what comic books are yeah. on a page in movie form like yeah. you know there, there, there's no other thing that has ever done something like you know the equivalent of having you know 17 stars all showing up at once at the same place and, and you know these guys that can carry their own you know are carrying their own franchises and like I'm in the background yeah you know, but and like, but that's what you have. And every you know, every year when Marvel has their crossover epic for that year, like there's you know Doctor Strange in the background, there's you know Iron Fist in the background. Uh, you know, it's like, and they did that, and they just did just that. <laughs> and like you know, here's everybody that you've ever seen, all in one place, all doing something you know crazy. And so, like, I, I was very happy with it. I, you know, you can nitpick on it, but like overall, I think they they executed pretty far above what I think expectations were. Yeah. Uh, like for me, my final thought is, I enjoyed the film. It, like I said, it was like an event that was like ten years in the making. You know, like I said. You know, it started with a gamble that, you know, Marvel did with Iron Man. You know, they didn't think it was going to be successful. No one thought it was... Because it was like a starting point. It was the starting point to something that became, you know, one of the best, you know, selling franchises. And looking back at it now, it's like, wow. You know, if Iron Man 1 was not as successful, 
I don't think we would have been talking about Endgame now. No, not at all. Yeah. Because think about it. It was like a pilot. It's like a like TV. If the pilot doesn't go well with audiences, then that show will never happen. But look at this. Iron Man was successful. And to the point, it spawned this whole universe. And, you know, Marvel did a good job working what they had, you know, rights that they had. Because it was hard when you couldn't mention mutants. It could hard you couldn't have this character interact with this character. You know, it was, they did what they can with the rights they had. Mm-hmm. And they did a phenomenal job. The Russo Brothers did a great job. They were best choices to take on these adventure films. Yeah, you know, they, did, they did a fantastic job. It's like, now, you know... This ends the phase. I mean, it, like the pacing was great. I enjoyed the comedy, the humor, and the, the action scenes were really well choreographed. I enjoyed that one scene when Captain America was fighting Thanos. That was a good fight. You know, he's fighting with Mjolnir and the shield. Mm-hmm. Even when the shield's broken, he was still like yeah, going at it, which was really cool. Like he never gave up. Mm-hmm. And you know, and just like the, the the humor dynamic between Rocket and Thor, it was like a good dynamic between the two of them. And you know. Sky Lang having a big role. It's like him and Hawkeye having big roles in the whole thing, too. Yeah. Because yeah. it was Sky Lang's deal with the Quantum Realm, using the Quantum Realm to try to fix this issue. Yeah. And like I said, it I enjoyed it very much, you know. This is something I hope, I, I can't wait to see it again when I get it on Blu-ray and watch it again. You know, it's something you can watch over and over again. Yeah. D- yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely, I think, the it, it, it's, I think it's actually probably bigger than Star Wars at this point. For like the actual like it's of, of the moment, like yeah. you know, cultural impact. Yeah. Uh let's think about it. This kinda like huh? made everyone into comic book movies again. And like it brought, you know, the geek culture to the mainstream now. It's like yeah. back then geek was like pretty much a derogatory term. It wasn't, you know, accepted. But now with you know, the superhero movies it kind of brought you know everybody out of the shell bringing in all the people that were passionate about the comic books passionate about these characters you know coming out of the you know you know out of the holes out of their hiding places it's like yeah. people were more accepting like, hey, you know I'm keeping out with Captain America I'm keeping out with Captain Marvel you know Black Widow Spider-Man you know you get all these fanboys all these fangirls you know coming out of the woodwork you know it's like and it's cool seeing young, even young kids now appreciating these characters like uh-huh. announcing you turn like these parents get to show these kids are like, hey, I used to, I grew up reading about these characters. Now I get to share with my kids. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of like enjoy these films. You know, it's like things I do recommend. And like I said, Marvel did a great job. Mm-hmm. You know, Marvel Studios did a great job with the things they had. I mean, you look at DC, they have all the rest of the characters. They just don't, they try to follow in Marvel's footsteps, but they were too late to the game. Well, if I know they're starting yeah. over with the whole Aquaman, you know, Aquaman. They stuff. really had no plan. They had no plan. They have no plan. They decided, oh, you want? Know let's jam everybody in. Too there. little, too late. They just they, they just cash grab. They're just doing with the money instead of what they were trying to actually do and execute a universe, as of, which they already have, which they could easily put on screen, which they've been doing it for years. Well, I think they picked the wrong guy. Yeah, wrong guy to lead to, it to like <laughs> someone to lead it. the big picture. Yeah. Oh, and. Like frankly, that like not just the wrong guy there, but Jeff Johns, who's like who was playing an important part in the movies. Who's that? Jeff Johns is a comic book writer. Like I met him a couple times, actually. Nice guy. Uh, so I say this purely from his professional output. Great writer. Revitalized the Flash. Revitalized the JSA. Revitalized Hawkman. Revitalized. Uh, 
Captain Marvel slash Shazam, uh, Green, Revitalized Green Lantern, great runs on all the Justice League, he did a run on it, great writer, he, he actually apprenticed under, uh, John Donner, uh, the guy who did the first Superman. Oh, wow. Richard Donner. Richard Donner. Uh, so, so he served, he like served with him, real steep comic book roots. I think he helped make the call to put Zack Snyder in there, and he picked the wrong horse, and, like, even, like, right now, his own writing, it's, like, visiting older comics that used to be kind of, like, beyond tampering with, mm-hmm. and, like, pulling those into, like, like basically, like, messing around with stuff that shouldn't be messed around with, in right. my opinion. yeah. Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, kind of deal. Well, he's he's like the Watchmen were always separate. Yeah, it was always a story all, all by itself. But like his current miniseries is called uh, the Doomsday Clock, I think, and it's bringing all of that Watchmen stuff wholesale into the DC universe and the it, yeah, he, he's he's just it's 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 I don't know, it's, it's really hard to explain if you're not. Big DC, right? Yeah. yeah, but but it's like it's like taking. I can't even think of like a specific, like like other kind of movie or something reference that would would be anywhere near. It's like taking Inception, mm-hmm. and like warping that into, uh, like the Bourne trilogy. Or like you know, like the James Bond movies, where it's like you've got like a, a like a like a singular work that is like really complicated and well done and pretty well regarded almost universally. Yeah, and then taking it apart to try to like have like the splash of like, oh hey, guess what? Now James Bond can go into like somebody else's dream. It's like it's just very to me very like cheap. Gimmicky stuff and like, like the fast knowing that like he <laughs> yeah. like it's part of what helped get Zack Snyder in there. It's like oh, this guy's judgment has now swayed out. Yeah, so because he saw three hundred and he fell in love with it. But I, but I think part but like if you can imagine like you know Superman could be running neck and neck with Captain America in like cultural regard yeah. right now. Oh hell yeah! But he's not. He's not. You know, like <laughs> yeah. you've got you've got like the the, the primal superhero. <laughs> Like the primal example of power used only in the interest of others. Yeah, I feel like Batman took over that too. Uh, yeah, I think Batman's so big for like another, like a slightly different reason. But it's like you know, you've got like like the other paragon of like ultimate, mm-hmm. like you know, humility. Yeah, and nobody cares about nobody gives a fuck. So thanks, GC. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, you dropped the ball. You dropped the fucking bowling ball on that one. The right. hockey ball, too. Yeah. yeah, so like I said, everyone, just go out, see Endgame. Like I said, um, it's, big one, billion, it's something you can watch it again. Like I said, you can watch that film again and again. Like I said, I hope you guys enjoy as much as we did. You know, I enjoyed the film. And like I said, I can't wait for it to come out on digital and Blu-ray. Definitely get the Blu-ray. So I'm, because I got all the Marvel films on Blu-ray or DVD at some point. It's like, mm-hmm. 
I have to have it on, you know, on the physical. Yeah, it's a must-own. It's a must-own. Yeah. Like a physical medium. What? The, the, well, whenever, when the box set? Yeah. Oh, and game itself. <laughs> I can't afford uh, that box yeah. set, dude. No, so. no, that box set. Oh god, guys! If you if you don't have any of the movies, get the box set. If not, don't waste your time doing that. Just get Endgame and it's special edition to release Plus. it. Yeah. yeah, and on Disney Plus, whatever. Show your support, but don't like. You got to be kidding me! If you haven't gotten the movies by then, and you're a f- and you consider yourself someone that's interested in all this shit, then like I don't it's gonna know. be like a four hundred, five hundred. Yeah, it's gonna be ridiculous. Like, I don't know how much it's gonna cost. It's gonna be ridiculous. It's like I'd rather pay that much for like a, a I don't know. I don't know. Something rent. that, yeah, like <laughs> rent or anything. You fix up your car. Uh, fucking take your significant other out in the night of the town. Whatever. You, whatever you want to do. Just don't waste. Yeah. It's like, this, it's like paying $10 to watch. Honestly, you can probably find all those movies on Blu-ray on Amazon for like yeah. even a fraction of the price. I'm sure it'll be a, nice, a very nice like collector's presentation. Yeah, that, that, sure. that's Yeah, but it's like, honestly, it's like, it's a lot. So it's like, they said... I have to give it a rating, a my rating out of five. Shoot. I mean, I'd probably give it a five, even though, like, it's not my favorite, and it's not, like, the most technically perfect movie, but, like, just for, like, raw emotion, like, I'd probably give it a five for delivering what, you know, I would have wanted. Yeah, a lot of emotion. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Four and a half. Four and a half. Yep. Uh... Like I would agree, like five out of five, but yeah. I would say I have to go with Beagle and go with four and a half. <laughs> I'm not even sitting too high on the fence on it. It's just like <laughs> it's like yeah, little, little things. That's it's just a little thing. It was just yeah, like, like it was just yeah, a little few things. To, yeah, it's hard to throw away Winter Soldier. It's just like yeah, if, if we're gonna culminate the whole universe, it's hard, very hard. But yeah, four out five, four point five. That's fine with me. I'm okay with that. I'll, I can I can easily get swayed into five if I, I just need to see it again and again and again. All right, so that's all we got for you guys. Um, like I said, check out our backlog of episodes on Podbean and Spotify. Like I said, check go to the store. It's teespringcom slash pop. Buy the merch, man. Support the podcast. So it's, it's myself, the franchise, and my buddy Biko here. My bro Biko and our buddy Amanda. We have to say. Geek on and take care. Have a good night. Time for us to go to bed.